Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Yeah, inside the 1 o'clock hour on the fan, Keith McPherson, KM to AM, KM to 2 AM. When I come on after Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, and soon to be after the Nets game, we call it KM to 2 AM. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for calling up. Uh, I think I got to clarify something, and I'm trying to clarify it. You know, shout out to everybody on Twitter, too, that interacts. I guess his name is Arrasno3081. In my open, I said that the Astros have home field advantage the rest of the way, and I was corrected. He said Philly's own home field advantage over the Astros if it gets to that. Now, I thought they had, and I'm looking all this up right now as we speak, um, I thought they had the same amount of wins or the Astros, I thought, might have had one more. Obviously, the Astros won the division. It came down to the last game for that. The Phillies did not win their division. But yeah, the Astros finished with 90 wins. Phillies ended up with 90 wins. So I'm trying to go to the Phillies schedule and see who owns the tiebreaker. Because now with this balanced schedule, I'm sure they played each other in the regular season. And I just haven't come across that series yet. Uh, But yeah, maybe you're right. And you know what? I keep it 100 with you guys. I keep it a stack. Like when I say something wrong or I misspeak, I'm like, call up and correct me or tweet at me and tell me, uh, you know, what the correct thing is. Phillies took the series two games to one in the regular season. Okay. I just yeah. found, you know, you found it after after me. I just went back April. I was like skipping back on phillies.com to their schedule. They beat the Astros 3-1. They beat the Astros 6-1 to take that that series. So actually Philadelphia would have home field advantage in the World Series, but the Astros now have home field advantage the rest of the ALCS. So just clearing up what I said, just clearing it up. Thanks for, uh, you know, there's I know there's people that do that, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I hear like, what was I listening to today? Uh, oh, I was listening to BT talk about, oh, the the Lions have DeAndre Swift. And I'm like, nah, no, they don't. And I think Sal ended up correcting her. I'm like, no, they don't. The Eagles have DeAndre Smith. And then they were trying to land on Jameer Gibbs. And they're like, oh, Montgomery's out. Who's the other guy they drafted, Jameer Gibbs? I think they ended up coming around on it. But I'm like, no, they don't have have Swift. Swift Swift is back in Philly. But anyway, 
Chris is in Union, New Jersey on the fan. Go for it, Chris. Hey, Keith, how you doing, man? Good, good. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, sure, no problem. Hey, I don't, I, I don't think it matters uh, about like who has home field advantage. I think the Phillies are gonna take it, man. They're, they're, they're I hope so. I, I, I hope so. I hope so. I don't, I don't want to see the Astros go back to back because then the whole narrative is gonna be, oh, they've won three World Series in the last six years, and they're the first team to go back to back champs since the. Yankees did it. They're the new dynasty. Evan Roberts is going to pop in here and be like, oh, they're, they're the Yankees. They're the modern-day Yankees. Altuve's better than Jeter. Well, that's a, that, that, was a, that was a discussion that they had um, whether or not. I tried not to entertain it. I tried not to speak on it. I like I, I, I heard it, and I turned the, turned the radio, and then I saw them clipping it, and I'm like, I don't know why they got to even do this. Uh, until somebody wins that many World Series and three in a row, and there's a three-peat, then you can't compare – a modern day team. I, I I will give it to the Houston Astros. They are a dynasty for going to seven straight ALCSs and a bunch of World Series in between then. But if you don't win the World Series, you can't be compared to the late nineties, early two thousand, Derek Jeter, uh Jorge Posada. You can't you can't compare them to that team. But I understand like the, the Mets fan in Evan Roberts came up with that take. <laughs> you know what? I'm a Mets fan too and I was actually like I was I was cheering for that too, so I'm sorry about that, Keith. I know you're a huge Yankee fan. Yeah, it sucks, yo. I'm I'm actually rethinking my Yankee fandom. I'm like, I gotta tone it down. I gotta I gotta yeah, scale it back. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, uh, real quick, like uh, I'm so pissed off because I heard that uh, they had uh, uh, Alex Rodriguez on the show. Uh, yeah, they did. Today. I missed it, and then I went back and listened to it, and uh, I didn't catch the whole part that has now been playing um, in the updates of A-Rod comparing himself and Jeter to Magic and Bird and him yeah. going on about how he wanted to play for the Mets and he said he was going to take a pay cut. He wanted half of what he was worth. I don't believe that. A-Rod's always been about his money. Uh, yeah, he just wants to. He, yeah, yeah, it he, sounds he, good now. Revisionist history, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. You're calling into the fan in New York talking to Evan Roberts, the world's biggest Mets fan, and you're saying, oh, I, yeah. I wanted to be a Met. I grew up rooting for the Mets, and then as soon as they hang up the phone, Evan goes on and on about, "Oh, we could have had a Rod." Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the reason why actually reason for our call, not our Jets, but I'll skip that. But I'm excited about the Mets, man. Like, um, this is like 2019 all over again. That's that's when that's when I loved the Mets when Kenny Atkinson was the coach. You know, with Harris Levert, yeah, and yeah, we never that they were going to be that good. And you know, what I'm thinking, I'm thinking that you know, with what they have right now, I love Jock Vaughn. Um, stars might stars might come on. Like I know that uh, what did they want? Like uh, who's that point guard playing for Milwaukee right now? Damian yeah, Lillard was down to uh, Milwaukee and Brooklyn. Yeah, and Toronto. I think were like the final three. Yeah, my yeah yeah right. But the thing is, like they, I Evan said, you know, he didn't pick the, the Knicks, but I don't think the to be fair, I don't think the. I mean, their Knicks Jaylen, are that point guard. Jalen Brunson exists. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, um, I'll end it with this, man. I think that that's going to be number four in the fourth seat. Wow, in the East, hot take, bro. And have a good night, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call. He had to he had to get up out of there after that one. <laughs> Just who are you knocking out? I mean, you have Miami, Philly. <laughs> I, I hope the Nets are good. Austin I hope, and I Milwaukee. hope the Nets are a playing playoff team. But I can't put them in the top four. I think Cleveland's going to be better this year. Um, obviously, Embiid, no one can stop Embiid. Uh, Harden, it doesn't matter if Harden doesn't play. Maxi is there. Like, 
Uh, obviously, Boston and Milwaukee, they were at the top last year. They're going to be right at the top again. Consider the the Knicks the fourth team, if if it's not Cleveland. Um, Miami, you know, <laughs> Jimmy Butler already came out and said, I'm beating all these guys. It doesn't matter if David, well, I'm beating all of them. And Tyler Hero is back. And Miami's going to be in the mix. And Toronto's going to be in the mix. And the Bulls might be in it again. Who knows? Pacers. We're about to find out. NBA, I need it. I need it. I need it. I, I honestly need it because I can't do this baseball. Like I said, I'm even I'm reconsidering my Yankee fandom. I'm like, why am I such a diehard Yankee fan? Like, why do I love the Yankees? Because it's it's tied to childhood. It's tied to good memories and good times from the, the like youth, <laughs> from young days that I really don't even remember anymore. But there's just like this like part of my brain that uh Feels like that can come back, and maybe it never will. And I'm washed now. I got a kid now. And like I see my son growing up. My son's, like, teeth are starting to come in. I'm like, man, it's a wild experience watching, like, a human being grow up. And I'm like, I, I'm not putting this evil on him, Ricky Bobby. Like, he's a Yankee fan, but maybe I tone it down. Maybe I scale it back some to not make him uh, suffer, you know, for, uh, I don't know. Like, these young Yankee fans, I feel bad for. I talk to a lot of them online. A lot of them listen to me and call in, and I'm like, you guys have nothing. <laughs> you literally have nothing. There are Yankee fans that can't remember 2009. Their their biggest moments are Didi Gregorius hitting a grand slam in the ALDS. You know? That's sad. <laughs> the Yankees got to figure it out. They got to they gotta be, like, looking in the mirror shameful right now like how do how do we become the laughing stock of major league baseball what goes around comes around i guess they were they were dominant for so long everyone in major league baseball hated them and now the tables have turned carly's in monmouth county on the fan what's up carly hey how are you doing tonight keith i'm good hanging in there how are you yeah i'm good how are you you know just another monmouth county disappointed yankee fan um how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 26. Yeah, I guess you have a little bit of the 2009. <laughs> you you were old enough to see I that and remember, remember it. But I would like, you know, to... You were 11-ish. <laughs> you were like in fifth grade. <laughs> yeah, I remember it. You know, grew up a big Yankee fan. Now I'm dating someone. Our first date was a Yankee game. Good. So, uh, actually, I, I had a question. It's a, a big debate in my family, and, you know, not to be a dead horse about what we need to do next season. But I, I just want to know specifically, what is your take on Labor Torres? Do you think he's a, a keeper? Do you think we should trade him? Man, I, I was saying trade him the last two trade deadlines. Go, let him go, let him go. <laughs> I, the thing about Glaber is Glaber has given us some great moments. He's He's been clutch with walk-off homers and hits. And uh, sometimes Glaber, you know, really puts bat to ball. And you're like, wow, man, this guy's going on a tear. But it's the bonehead moments from Glaber Torres that make you lose sleep at night. Like this season, just this season alone, he put together about 10 bloopers that I think somebody on, on Yankees Twitter might've put it together. I was like, somebody put together the Glaber Torres low light reel, you know, him running into outs with Luis Castillo on the mound. Like you can't give this guy extra outs. Uh, that Cubs game, uh, the, the the deciding game of that series, he booted that double play, yeah. and it's like Glaber, come on, this is routine stuff. Um, him not knowing how many outs there are, overrunning third base or overrunning second base, it's like, I, I like or making a stupid throw in that Tiger series 
We could have we could have swept the Tigers, and he airmails that throw. And I'm like, that just that type of stuff alone, trade him because somebody's gonna forget about that. But the Yankees and the Yankees fans won't. So right now, I think that that the Yankees played themselves into a position where it's gonna be hard to trade him. He's one of your most productive bats. Yeah. Like if if your if your problem is you don't hit, you don't score runs, you had one of the lowest team batting averages of all time. You can't mm-hmm. you can't move on from a Glaber Torres in theory when you just look at the back of the baseball card. But when you remember all of the non-winning plays, all of the like what does he have in his brain? Rocks and marbles, what are you doing? He's just like the lapses like it, it drives you nuts watching baseball because like he he's given away outs and uh I, I would have traded him two off seasons ago or two trade deadlines ago. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I, I see a lot of the bonehead moments. I also see him as, you know, a little bit consistent that, that we're lacking on the Yankees. So my family's pretty split, so I just wanted to see what you So when you go that. back to the fam and they have this conversation, ask them, you know, are, are we going to sign Glaber Torres after this year? Like, what do you pay him? Because he's going he's gonna to command good money when he, when he hits the free market, when he's a free agent. I don't think that the Yankees are going to pay him what – He's actually mm. going to get. So you got to trade that guy before you just lose that guy to another team in free agency. They have this winter and they have the trade deadline coming up. I think they wait until the trade deadline coming up. Yeah, no, I agree. It's definitely a good good tool to trade, but that's all I had. Thank you. Thanks for the call, Carly. I mean, Kim Ang was interested in Glaber Torres while she was in Miami. Back-to-back years, right? The Pablo Lopez deal fell through, and then we heard rumblings this year uh, and they were saying that they they were gonna send like two position players, two pitchers. I'm like, press the button, send, hit send. But when you don't hit, you can't get rid of hitters. When you don't hit, you don't have any offensive production. You can't get rid of one of your most productive players. Rich is in Hackenstown. Where's Hackenstown? What's up, Rich? What's going on, Keith? Uh, I'm like in Northwest Jersey, kind of by like uh, Sussex County, Warren County up there. Okay. Hackenstown. Yeah. I'm like, I, have I heard of Hack- yeah, Hack- Hackenstown? I'm I'm oh, pretty much right off Route 80. Hackett's- I can be in New York in like an hour. Hackenstown. Yeah, and it's funny. I was okay. born in Hackett's See, on my screen, and, in and I'm not trying to throw yeah. my producer under the bus. On my screen, it says Hackens with an N. No, no, no like yeah, Hackenstown. Like, like Hackensack, yeah, yeah, yeah. but Hackenstown? I was born in Hackensack. I live in Hackenstown, yeah. Right. I'm familiar with both. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I heard you say your son's got teeth coming. How, how old is your son? He's six months going on seven okay. months. He thinks he's a I got a daughter a that's going on nine months, and uh, we are we're not sleeping at all. She's up like every couple hours teething. It's pretty brutal. Ah, uh, well, I'm right now. I'm in the phase where he he can turn, like he can roll, and yeah. in his like dream mode, sleep mode, he's turning where he'll be like, like I don't know, he'll turn on his stomach or he'll be on the yep. on his side yep. with his like neck twisted, and like I, I go home, like I guarantee you, I I'll go home tonight. And he'll cry, and I'm the first one up. My wife, she's she's just, you know, dead asleep. But I get up and I go adjust him. So like, I never have a straight night of sleep. It is what it is. I yeah. love him, so I'll get yeah, up. Yeah, no, it's like, great. It's that's great. my it's dog. Good. I got you, bro. I hear you crying. I'm, Absolutely, I'm gonna straighten you out. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, so I was. It's funny. I I I I, I bartend, and um, tonight these guys got into a pretty uh, ferocious debate about the whole MJ LeBron thing, and I was just kind of listening to them talk, of going back they and forth. Did. They they actually <laughs> almost started throwing fists at each other. That's how bad it got. And uh, I just kind of want. I, I've never heard your take on it. I just was kind of curious. I know you're a little bit. How, how old are you, guys? Thirty-five. 
So I was okay. I was I'm, old I'm, enough I'm, to watch MJ, and I I am a witness. I watched LeBron's entire career, and it's okay. still going from St. Vincent, St. Mary's to right now. Okay. Uh, what's a year twenty one with the, yeah, with the yeah. Lakers? Yeah, sure. I'll, so what do you? Where, I'm just curious. Where do you? Where do you fall on that? Uh they're they're both they're both goats. I think that they're different. They're different goats. They're both the greatest. Uh, you can't okay. take anything away from LeBron. He's different than MJ. Yeah. I, I had this Absolutely. discussion a little bit when he broke the all-time scoring record. I'm like nobody out of all the hype, out of all the things that we had pegged for LeBron to do: win championships, MVPs, All Stars. Nobody had him being the all-time leading scorer in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. And he is a robot. He's a cyborg. He's not sure. a regular human being. Just for him to stay that healthy to do that is remarkable. Um, and even in his old age, he's still effective, but he's learning to, like, take something off. You know, what? I, where, I, where I give LeBron the nod over MJ is the off-the-court stuff. I get it. Yeah. MJ was a killer. MJ made me a basketball fan. He didn't lose in the finals. And when you look at his basketball reference page, like, like he looks like the greatest basketball player ever. He is. But at the same time, LeBron is, like, if, if there had to be another GOAT after MJ, it's LeBron. Um, sure, sure. What he did off the court, like, his businesses, you know, he's a billionaire. Um, the school he built. The impact he's had in his in his community in Akron, sure. the community in Miami, even now in LA, he is an icon. He's a mogul. Um, I I think they're both goaded. It's hard for me to choose, but like I'm not putting MJ over LeBron or LeBron over MJ. I think they both can be up there as the greatest of all time. For me, I'm a I'm a fellow Nets fan growing up in the '90s, and I think the only thing I can say about Jordan that just makes us feel different. I just knew if he was in the building, you just we just weren't winning. Oh, yeah. and it was just it was that feeling of like it, it, I no can't like I remember there was the one playoff series when the Nets took him to OT in the first game, and uh, and I remember yeah. Chuck Daly was in the team two studio. And I was like, oh, well, the Nets might give them problems. Rich, and I'm like, what's great? Like, it's not. What, it's what's not, great about this, you know? right? The counter to that is who was he playing against? He was playing against the '90s Nets. Yeah. When you look at LeBron, they always want to knock LeBron. LeBron ran into Steph Curry, who's another GOAT. Like, he sure. ran into the Warriors team that had sure. one of the greatest regular seasons of all time and actually sure. beat them in the finals. So when people talk about, oh, MJ never lost in the finals, who did he play against? LeBron played against another GOAT. Like, he played against another, like, great team. And he was there every year. He was in the finals every single year, like. LeBron, sure, no, no, I'm not, I'm never, I, I don't think we'll ever see a physical specimen like LeBron. I mean, he and, and his game, honestly, is very different. I think if anything close to Jordan. And you know Kobe, what? But. Not for nothing, bro. Like, when when Jordan was playing in, in New York, he was sliding down the AC to go, uh, you know, hit the table. Well, that was, that, was, that was all part of the myth. I mean, <laughs> you know, LeBron, that, was, that was the whole thing. And he had the media covering for him, too. You know? Incredible we, we how you've never that. heard a bad word about LeBron. And not that, you know, gambling is, is a bad thing, but, like, Imagine if MJ came up in the social media era that LeBron James has had to come up in and be on his P's and Q's, cross his T's and dot his I's. He can't. And, like, now, another thing to add to his goatness, I just saw Bronny come out at Midnight Madness with USC. His son is going to USC, about to be a star. Now, I know Jordan's kid went to Illinois and played, but, like, let's see what Bronny and Bryce do to add to LeBron's legacy. Like, I think that's sure. dope. Like, sure. we're talking about your daughter and yeah. my son. I don't know what my son's going to be. 
But, like, if my son grows up to be a college football player and be better than me, I'll, I'll cry tears of joy. I'll be so proud. Yeah. LeBron's well, kid I, I, is playing yeah, no, no, in college. No. He didn't go to college. Bronny's the first one in his family to go yeah. to college. It's just funny witnessing these debates. I mean, this was I'm just I'm just standing there cleaning glasses, making drinks, and these guys were just like going at it, and I'm just laughing, and I'm like, I always love when somebody comes in with the Kobe. Nah, Kobe, think about it, and they start talking about what Kobe did, and I'm like, yeah, there's an argument yeah. there for Kobe. There's an argument. Well, Kobe's game was pretty similar to Jordan too. I, I think if there you is to no say Kobe without MJ, there literally is yeah. no Kobe without MJ. There, yeah, and they both had that darkness that they would step over someone to get a win. You know, yep. there was no. Uh, so, well, I appreciate it. I just wanted to kind of get your take on that. I never heard it. So you're doing a great job. I always listen to you on the way home from work. So I appreciate you. Keep me, keep me alive while I'm driving home with my kids. So, Good, man. Thanks for checking in, Rich. Thanks for adding something, you know, just, I guess, off the cuff. Something I didn't even mention. And, yeah, I'm here for you guys. You know, I posted that video this week. Like, <laughs> I got a baby. I don't sleep right. Sometimes I'm not feeling well. But, you know, I, I pull up because I'm like, man, somebody out there wants to hear even a little two-hour KM to 2 a.m. and uh, I appreciate it, man. People show me love, and what it is is authenticity coming through the microphone. What it is is realness, me letting you inside my life and sharing stories with you, but then also giving you the respect. When you call up, I wanna hear what you have to say. I give you the opportunity to speak. I'm not rushing you off the airwaves. Whatever you wanna say, go ahead and say it. Keep it clean, but like this is a two-way street. Right, you appreciate me. I appreciate you. You call my show. I want to hear what you have to say. I feel like that's not really the theme through the rest of the day, and that's fine. I'm the nighttime host. It's a different vibe late at night. You know, there's different people listening. Uh, it's not supposed to be the morning show, midday, afternoon. It's 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 night, and the hours are different. So shout out to all my nighttime listeners and all the people that rep KM to AM and keep McPherson on the fan. Let me see. Uh, we can get another call in before we go to this halfway break. This show is going to burn up, and I got to move a little bit faster to get more people on. Let's go to Joe in Westwood, New Jersey. Joe, you're on the fan. Hey, Keith. Thanks for taking the call. No problem. Uh, thanks for making it. Uh, just to clarify on the last caller, the greatest of all time, I think, is Jordan. Did you see the movie Air? I did. I like yeah, how it ended, a, you know, it's like they, they didn't even go that further, that that much further. But, like, just that little background of how all that played out, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that movie was so amazing. So, you know, add that to Jordan. Like, you know, when it's Jordan versus LeBron, like, they're, LeBron doesn't have his sneaker line without Jordan's sneaker line. And, like, mm -hmm. the amount of money that he amassed off those shoes, like, I wear Jordans every week. I can't tell you the amount of Jordans I've purchased in my life. I think I heard... Evan and Tiki and those Great. guys talking about not wearing Jordans. I'm like, that that doesn't exist in my world. Like, <laughs> I've probably yeah. had 50 pairs of Jordans in my life. I agree. So that's why I'm saying uh, yeah. there is no GOAT without Jordan. If you, you know, yeah, Jordan, Jordan is goaded over LeBron when you when you throw that in, right? And that's how the argument keeps going, right? I tried to, to yeah. throw in his off the court. Well, off the court, the Jordan brand logo, the Jumpman brand, like that's a ridiculous brand to make. And yeah, then, I love that brand. You know, it's just so catchy. It's iconic, man. But anyway, you you're man doing logo you, is sick. Yeah, I know you got a quick show on other callers, but my my uh, question to you: You're a Cowboys fan, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, DC. What are, you, what are your ex What are your expectations for them for the season? Unfortunately, I feel like it's a uh, deja vu. I've seen this episode before. They won 12 games. 
back-to-back years. I don't think they're going to win 12 games this year, but I think they're going to win 10 or 11 games and be a playoff team, and then they're just going to run into a team that they can't beat. But, you know, I actually was having a conversation with um, my boy, one of my boys that's a, a Cowboys fan. I actually got to hit up my other guys. Uh, there's like I'm in a, a group chat of Cowboys fans, which is so annoying. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'd rather not. Um, but, but I was like, yo, after the Eagles and Niners lost, it's a reminder that any given Sunday you can get got. And it's also yep. a reminder that they're going to lose guys too. Now, the Cowboys lost Leighton Vanderesh. Before that, they lost Trayvon Diggs. Uh, they had injuries on the offensive line. Uh, Brandon Cooks missed a week. Like, the Cowboys had injuries early, but still found a way to 4-2. and two. Now that right, we're getting right, right. deeper in the season, like, are the 49ers juggernauts if they don't have CMC and Debo on the field? Like, is Brock Purdy as effective without uh, those guys, without Kittle going off? The Eagles. No, I agree. The Eagles had I agree. injuries. Jalen Carter, Darius Slay was out. Like, are they as effective without their main guys? It starts to starts to level the playing field a little bit. So we'll see. It's a war of attrition. When we get to the end of the season, it's not a guarantee that Dallas can't beat these teams that they're putting ahead of them because they might not be healthy. Okay, cool. Uh, well, yeah, so one last question and I'm done. So if you think they go to the uh, playoffs or whatever, you know, go deep in the playoffs and they lose in the playoffs, you think McCarthy gets canned? Because, you know, the soft season wasn't him. He was, like, crying or complaining that he wanted to run the play calls or demanding to run the play calls. So don't you think, you know, he should be on the hot seat if they don't win? He should my be, opinion. He should be on the hot seat, but... I always joke about the sleepover that he had with Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones loves him. They like they like the guy. And the whole Jerry thing, Jones loves everyone. Yeah, and, and he, he also loves losing and coming up short. Um it's but a five yeah, thanks for taking the call, man. You have a good night. I appreciate it. Thanks for the call, Joe. It's a five year contract. And they're in year three. So no, I don't think Mike McCarthy gets canned. What I do think is that, you know, maybe Brian Schottenheimer will Switch the play calling duties. Like I'm not sure that Mike McCarthy knows what he's doing calling plays. And similar to Sean Payton, another coach that's like washed, took some time off, came back into the league. You know, their play sheet was so big that these HD cameras were able to capture it, take a picture of it, and put it out there for public consumption. So now you got to make a new play sheet. And you can't really use the same stuff because it's out there. And everybody's cheating. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But yes. Like, I, I expect the Cowboys to fail in the playoffs because that's what I've seen for 27 years. If they made it to an NFC championship this year, I'd be ecstatic. Just get back to the NFC championship. But I just don't think that they will. Like, I think that they're mid. I think that they're suspect. I think that they're pretenders. You've heard me now for three NFL seasons on the fan tell you they were frauds. That's my team. I'm never changing them. But then, you know, same way with the Yankees. I picked them when I was five. I picked them when I was four going on five years old. Right? Like, some of you young cats didn't grow up in the 90s. We didn't have Instagram. We didn't have TikTok. We didn't have YouTube. We had one TV in my house. And on that TV, you could find commercials with the Dallas Cowboys, the New York Yankees. You could always find their games. They were the most popular teams. Even as we have this LeBron versus MJ thing, I was a Bulls fan. I had no guidance. (laughs) All I did was watch the TV, and I loved sports right away as a kid. And the teams that won, I'm like, that's my squad. 
and the teams that were in front of you, like Mike, man, Jordan is goaded because it was a Hanes commercial. It was a Gatorade commercial. It was a uh, must-be-the-shoes sneaker commercial. And and then you're you're going back to the game on NBC. It's, it's Jordan with his tongue out laying the ball up. Like, he was a, a godlike figure. They called him Black Jesus. How could you not root for that guy? How could you not be a fan of Jordan, even if your dad is a Knicks fan, even if your dad is a Nets fan? That don't matter. Jordan was iconic. So um, I picked my teams very early. I stayed loyal to them for the most part. I switched on the Bulls because I was a Jordan fan, not a Bulls fan. So when Jordan wanted to go play for the Barons and play baseball, I'm like, what are you doing, bro? And then when he wanted to come back wearing the four or five and all that, like I, it started to get long in the tooth for me. And then, you know, once he went to the Wizards, I'm like, I'm not going to root for the Washington Wizards. Jason Kidd is right here. I'm from Jersey. I'd like that number five Nets jersey, Mom. Thanks. Let's go Nets. Let's go Nets. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Right back at it on the fan. I'm not going to waste too much time. I appreciate everybody calling. I got a full rack of calls. I'm going to try and take all of these calls in five, four, three, two, and one. The Bear is up in the Bronx where the Yankees play. What's up, Bear? You're on the fan. <laughs> where do you live? Where do I live? live in the Bronx? Or? Yeah. Uh, nah, I wish. My girl would never let us live in the Bronx with our baby. <laughs> I've spent some nights okay. in the Bronx. <laughs> uh, I'm in Jersey City, and I, I was in a, in a not great spot in Jersey City. We moved into a better spot in Jersey City. Jersey City is pretty big, but... Um, I'm from right, the Shore well, area, but I live in Jersey City as far as like being up here in in New York. And I know that's New Jersey, but like I live, I live, I live right on the other side of the river in Jersey City. Okay, uh, but the reason I'm calling is because I'm hearing you're a Yankee fan. I'm, I've heard a couple of Yankee fans speak, and you know you can't win all the time. I mean, that '90s team that was a special team, and. 
we're missing a couple of pieces. I don't agree with you about trading Glaber. I know he has a mind fart, so let's put it this way, uh, where he forgets, you know, forget what, what he's out there to do. But I can live with him at second base. I mean, he's, let's face it, he, him and Judge have been the only two highlights the last couple of years. I, I don't think they're going to trade him in the offseason unless someone gives them an offer they can't refuse that's going to help this team compete right away. Like, I don't think they're taking prospects or like, and that's what the, you know, we'll, we'll see. Like I said, they the Yankees played themselves into having to keep a Glaber Torres. But for me, it's like, you know, Glaber Torres comes up and they're, they're like, he's the shortstop of the future. How did that go? Um, Glaber Torres comes yeah. up and they were comparing him to Ronald Acuna Jr. and Fernando Tatis. Yeah. And they, they thought he was going to be this yeah. like superstar player and it just didn't turn out that way he had the 38 home run season in the juice ball year but like for me there's just so many of those boneheaded plays those lapses not being locked in uh and then you see glaber just like looking like a space cadet out there i'm over it (laughs) but i'll i'll tell you what they really need and i know you'll agree with me they need a catcher they have they two. They have they Definitely. have a platinum no. glove catcher in in Jose Trevino. He was just hurt. They they forced him into action from March to July with a bum wrist. He got he got surgery on the wrist. He should be good to go. And Austin Wells, a left-handed hitting catcher who we saw hit some bombs late in the season, he he's ready to go. Uh, those are the two guys. They're yeah. gonna let Higgy walk, and and I think they'll be fine with those two. I like I like Austin. I think they need they need pitches. And I I want that kid to play center field next year who came up and got hurt with Jason Dominguez is going to play, but he's not going to play until July. He's got a rehab, and we hope that he's, you know, good to go right out of the gate. But that's also a question mark because they they fast-tracked him. He barely played in AAA like Volpe, but they had to press the uh, Martian button because things were terrible. We had a nine-game losing streak, and then we go into Houston – and they're like, hey, send the Martian. Houston, we have a problem. And it was great marketing. And uh, he hit a home run the first pitch he swung uh, against Verlander. But the kid ends yeah. up getting hurt. I, w- I was saying, I, I would, I'm dreaming. I would love to see Juan Soto in left, Jason Dominguez in center, and Aaron Judge in right in the postseason next year. You're a man after my own heart, I'll tell you. That's perfect. That would be exactly amazing. That's how I want to be as you're seeing the Phillies hit all these home runs, imagine those guys in the lineup. Where are you batting Judge then? Right? Judge wants to hit number two so bad, but like you got you got Dominguez, you got Juan Soto, you got Judge. Man, you put those guys in the heart of the order. I'm dropping Judge to three, and maybe I'm putting Juan Soto behind him, or I'm, I'm putting up Domingue. Well, the left hand, Juan Soto's left handed, Dominguez is a switch hitter. So um, you put Judge in between those guys. Yeah, no, I, I, I think they'll be fine. My only drawback with you is you're a Cowboy fan. But, you know, nobody's perfect. Right, you know, that's the little thing about me, right? It's like, <laughs> you, can't, you can't 100% like the guy. Appreciate the call, Bear. <laughs> it's like, oh, I like this guy, but he roots for the Cowboys. I can't stand them. Something wrong with him if he's a Cowboys fan. I told you. I, I, I'm going to say it every day if I got to say it. I picked the team when I was a four- or five-year-old kid, the first Super Bowl I ever watched. They scored 52 points. They were America's team back then. They were really good. I got to watch them win two Super Bowls after that. I, I Similar to the Yankees, right? 
you know how bear just said those those 90s teams were really good well yeah that was my introduction to baseball maybe if i didn't watch the yankees like if i grew up a a royals fan in the late 90s maybe i wouldn't go so hard but i got that taste as a child in new jersey far away from the stadium an hour and a half away from the stadium and i wanted to be a part of it when when i got older i wanted to grow up and and work in the city and be able to go to Yankee Stadium. And I've been able to do that the last 10 years or so, and they haven't been able to get back to a World Series. So I'm waiting on it. I'm waiting on it. We're all waiting on it. Liam is in Houston. Last night he was on the fan. He was my last call. I, I, Liam, I, I don't know. You know, this is not a go, – go for it. I'll let you go for it. Because <laughs> you didn't let me – you didn't let me make my point. My point yesterday was – I know the Astros looked flat the first two games. They came back, and I was going to say never underestimated the heart of a champion. How many teams do you know come back from 0-2? I mean, they're a 2-2. This team if is you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Never uh, underestimate the heart of a crook. <laughs> hey, listen, you, you know you got to get out. You, you know, you, yeah, you can say this is that one time, but you, we got to move get on. You they cheated, and Manfred excused them and didn't put an asterisk next to it, and they went and won it fair and square, we think, until three years passes, and they uncover whatever they were doing last year, and it's like, again? We we got hoodwinked again? Bamboozled again? The Astros were cheating again? And we believed that they won it fair and square. I knew they were up to some. Oh, okay. Listen, the truth is, is that I'm a, I am a Mets fan, but... Um, Wait, you're a Mets I, fan living in Houston? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we spoke in the past. I'm also a Devils fan, which I wanted to. So we're gonna wait till the end to see what you think of of the season so far, because I know you're on board with the Devils now. But I mean, it's 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 amazing. It's a great time if you're a baseball fan. It's a great time of year. Um, and I'm watching. You know, just like you're a Cowboys fan in New York, right? And I'm a Mets fan down there. But like, you always root for the local team. So it's it's really cool to see what you know. Uh, to see, you know, the two Texas teams about battle it out. Um, I, I wanted to get your thoughts on like who you think is actually going to come out of this series. The Rangers, they have to. They have to save us all. Come on, Texas, get off the mat. It's a even series, but they were dominating, and uh, it just sucks that you know they didn't have the pitching. You got to run Max Scherzer and Andrew Heaney out there. Nah. I don't know. I, I I think the Rangers can still pull it off. We don't need another I mean, Houston Astros World Series. The Rangers were rolling, but I, I think uh, the Astros kind of stopped them. But um, I, I wanted to get uh, make one point. I heard I heard a Rod, um, you know what he said on the update, wanting to be a Monument Park. You see, some people never change. A Rod, ever since he's 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 come to New York, that he came to New York for the Yankees, he always wanted to be liked, and he was never liked. And I don't think he'll ever really be like the way that he wants to. Nah, so he's, he's trying to awkward. push it again. He's super cringy. A Rod is like A Rod gives you the vibe of like the guy you don't want to kick it with. Like he's the guy that's like, nah, don't invite him. Like, yeah, I get, I get it. He's he's got got money. He can hit home runs, but he's not cool at all. He's gonna completely mess up the vibe. Thanks for the call, Liam. Yeah, uh, of course he wants his jersey retired. Of course he didn't like that Joey Gallo wore the number. Ah. <laughs> Ah, the worst, the worst Yankee we've seen at the plate in recent history. Don that number. A Rob was sick. <laughs> he said, "Well, it didn't make me happy." 
<laughs> he was striking out. <laughs> A-Rod was somewhere like, mm, Cashman. <laughs> They're not retiring your number, bro. They don't love you like that. You ain't Kobe. <laughs> Remember when Draymond said that to, to Paul Pierce? You're not getting a farewell tour. They don't love you like that. You're not Kobe. <laughs> A-Rod wants to be Jeter so bad. He wants the Jeter love so bad. You can't get it, bro. It's just not like like you're, you're trying to force it too hard. Like you forgot the whole Balco thing. You forgot that you got suspended for a year. We had to deal with that nonsense. They, they sent you off so quickly. They couldn't wait to get you up out of there, bro. They ain't going for it. I heard Evan saying like, oh, well, the longer that the Yankees go without winning a World Series, the more inclined they are. to No, no, that's incorrect, Evan. It can go 15, 20, 25 years. They're not going to do it. <laughs> They're not going to do it. Because you know what? As those years add on, those are more years that you, you know, you're further away from honoring the 98 team and, uh, 99 and 2000, like, they're not going to do it. Like, we're coming up on 15 years since the 2009 team won it. Maybe they'll invite A-Rod back, but they have no interest in retiring his number 13 and giving him, like, an A-Rod day. He's not like that. They they like Paul O'Neill better than him. Me too. Paul O'Neill, that's the guy. I got to hit Paulie. I got to hit Paulie's manager. Let's see if Paulie wants to come on the fan. He was supposed to be on the fan. I remember he was supposed to be on with BT and Tiki. And he wanted to, like, promote his book or something. And BT wasn't going for it. And then he, Paul, he was like, forget it then. Like, two years ago. But, yeah, interesting. All right, we got to keep it rolling. Uh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Angel down in Shrewsbury. Go. You're on the fan. Hey, what's up, Keith? I got a hot take for you. Okay. So, uh, enough of the baseball talk. It's football season. You're right. Despite the one five record, I'm always saying this because this is my guy right here. What do you think about Russell Wilson comeback player of the year? Mr. Unlimited? Nah, hell nah. How? How? <laughs> comeback player of the year. They're talking about the, the Broncos need to cut ties with him after this season, draft another quarterback, move on before his incentives but come kick on, in they next gave year. It to Dino Smith last year and, and look at him this year. Brees Hall, comeback player of the year. They just I, they need to get they need to get Brees in the end zone. Thank you for the Eagles allowing that. They need to get Brees' numbers up. I want to see Brees' comeback player of the year. I, I, I understand what you're saying, but I don't know. Russ is cooking a little bit compared to last year. You, you got to win. Like he's losing. They're looking terrible. They're looking bad. He's not. Winning. You don't think he can turn it around? No, I think they're cooked. Thanks for the call, Angel. Russell Wilson comeback player of the year. I guess that's a hot take, but it came across. Very lukewarm. Rocco and Saratoga on the fan almost every night. What's up, Rock? Yes, yo, Keith. Yo, yo, how you doing? I love the Jackson updates. Keep them coming. <laughs> okay? We know he's going to be playing. He's going to be a scholarship ball player. We definitely. He'll make Dad proud if he can play any sport. If he uh, likes one sport be. that I like, I'll be so proud. Keep on feeding them that mush. He's going to grow big, okay? Funny you say that. Today, uh, he tried uh, chicken and butternut squash, like, mushed up for the first time. Nah, he wasn't wasn't having it. He wasn't going for it because he's so used to to fruits that are, like, sweet, and he likes, you know, Uh, uh, so he wasn't going for it. Like, we seasoned it for him a little bit, and he, he he, he didn't finish most of it. He had maybe 
three uh, spoonfuls, and he was like, nah, put me to bed, bro. Stop playing with me. Get into the meats eventually. He likes the sweet taste of the fruit. Eventually, he'll he's going to be a meat eater. You know, he's going to be a big boy. Oh, yeah, on. but he yeah. likes he likes mangoes, pears, apples. Uh... Hey, so do I. Your palate has matured. He's, his palate is only six months old. He, he doesn't know anything yeah. besides formula and fruits. Yeah, I don't want it mush, mushed up, and I don't drink my drinks out of a bottle. <laughs> Martini glass is where I drink my glass. <laughs> You're the man, Rock, out there in Saratoga. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I, before I hit all the topics you hit real quick, I know you got a lot of calls, so I won't take, but can I pay some respect to uh, Burt Young, the actor from Paulie from the Rocky film? Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. R.I.P., yeah. yeah. After what? great actor. My uncle trained him, okay? He was a real professional fighter. My uncle's Customato, by the way. So, yeah, he looked yeah. like a real deal guy. He looked like he, oh, uh, he had been in a boxing ring my, in the my, boxing my, my gym. Uncle, yeah, my uncle was the legendary boxing trainer, Customato. He trained Mike Tyson, Iron Mike, Floyd Patterson, Jose Torres, all world champions. Actually, Mike, Mike Tyson is my cousin, dude. Yeah, he adopted Mike Tyson, right? That's my uncle. He adopted Mike, so Mike is my cousin. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, not through blood, <laughs> but check it out. Check out Customato's uh, Wikipedia page. You'll see Rocco Rosado. That's my name. That's my grandfather. His sister, Elizabetha, was Customato's mother. All right, that's the Rosado side. I of believe the you. You wouldn't say it on air if it wasn't true. Somebody's no, googling it right now. Someone's like, "Hold on." Have the, uh, have the producers check out the Wikipedia page for Cus C U S Constantine was his name. That was his nickname, and then Damato D A M A T O. That's my uncle, right. and he adopted Mike Tyson. He trained Mike Tyson and everything. He also trained Burt Young. Okay, Burt Young was in the Marines. He went 34-2. and two. When he came out of the Marines, my uncle, the legendary boxing trainer, Customato, took him under his wing. He went 14-0, and 0, undefeated. His family convinced him that the fight game was too tough. They didn't want him to get hurt, so he quit the fight game, and he regretted it his whole life. He mm. said, I love fight game. I love cuss. I, I love being in the ring, but then he became a, uh, he had to do something, so he became an actor. He went to Lee Stroudsburg School of Acting, right? The famous uh, acting trainer, Lee, trained uh, Marilyn Monroe, and, every, you know, my brother went to Stroudsburg. He thinks he's a big star. He's been in a couple of bit pictures. I said, no, come on, man. You're no Burt Young. So, so anyway, um, yeah, so Burt Young, you know, he was nominated for an Academy Award for his role, Paulie and, and Rocky, you know? Him and Burgess Meredith. That was a hell of a script Stallone wrote. He wouldn't sell it to the studios. He, after he did The Wanderers, they wanted to buy the script from him, and he said, no way, because they didn't want him to play Rocky. But mm. Stallone felt Rocky. Stallone was Rocky. He felt he was the only one who could play him, and that's absolutely yeah, true. Yeah, he was right. you imagine someone else playing Rocky? No, I can't see it. Five? No. Right. And he was smart. They offered him big bucks and he needed the money. Then he was living in an apartment with a couple of other guys. He needed the money, but he felt it so strongly. He said, no, I can't sell it. I appreciate you, Rocco. You call every night and, and I think you got, you know, charisma and good storytelling and, and a good voice. But I, I've got like four minutes left. Geo's in Brooklyn. What's up, Geo? You're on the fan. Hey. 
going on, Keith? Happy to talk to you again. Um, I'm not sure if you remember me. I'm the guy with the eight grandchildren. Yes. My youngest granddaughter is your same age as your son. She's six months. So they're going so through the same bless, changes and things. Oh my God, you just don't understand. And you don't you don't seen I'm, this a few times in your family, huh? It's the first time for me. Trust me, I know. I'm not gonna keep you long, Keith. Um my number one question to you for the night is gonna be what is gonna happen come after Halloween? Are they really the Giants really gonna get rid of um Saquon Barkley? That is just horrible to see. It's it's just a horrible thought. One more thing, Keith. You have the most awesome, awesome music that comes on your show, man. You have a good night, Keith. Talk to you another time. Thanks for the call, Gio. Yeah, on purpose. Because when I first came in here, I was like, yo, I was like, I can't get jiggy with some of these beats, like dum 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 da dum da dum 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 dum. Or like, you know, I remember the night we were talking about genuine pony. I'm like, that's not the vibe, like. I got a bunch of dudes calling to talk about Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones. We we got Genuine Pony playing on the intro. Like, what? <laughs> I'm like, nah, play my beats. Like, I got a whole beats folder because I used to DJ and I rap. So I have a record pool membership where I can get the instrumental version of the beats. And some beats are easy to find online. Um, the beat I just rapped to, the Nas beat, it just came to me. The first couple of bars I wrote, I was like, what kind of beat can I flow over? I'm like, oh, I got to go get that Nas beat. But yeah, that's intentional, man. It's it's theater of the mind, right? I'm a hip-hop head, if you don't know that about me. So when you're listening to my show, there should be some hip-hop beats coming in and out. Saquon Barkley's not going to get traded, in my opinion. I heard Tiki Barber say this. Tiki Barber said that's the captain of the team. We were wondering who the captain really is out of 10 captains they named. The leader is Saquon Barkley. He's the captain. You take him out of that locker room, you're really done. Now, if they want to go in a complete different direction and get rid of Saquon and not pay him and really start over, then go ahead, trade him, sell everybody off. But I don't think they're really going that way. Philip in Jamaica, Queens on the fan. What's up, Philip? Welcome back. Oh, well, thanks. Thanks for taking my calls. Always great to speak to you. And I'll, I'll make this up. I do want to bring up something with the Devils. I'm the caller keeps calling up. Devils have a great team. But as I always say, they're not going to go anywhere if they don't improve their goaltending. Yeah. Yeah, and it's early. They, we'll, we'll see what they do against yeah. the uh, Islanders. 7.30 yeah, exactly. tonight. Exactly. Uh, I, I'm the one who says they should get that Anaheim goalie, Josh Gibson. He has playoff experience. and he, he Trade deadline is a while from now. If uh, Vitek yeah. Vanacek and Akira Schmidt aren't good enough, they, they'll make a move. They'll make a move. Yeah, I hope so because they're a really good team. But I want to talk about the Knicks. I'll make it quick. Um they have Julius Randle and Brunson. Do you think the Knicks will, you know, you know, because New York's in a drought, you know, with with teams that well win it all. Yep, we talk about do it you, every day. Yep. Do you think the Knicks will break that trend with with Randle and Brunson, especially, or hell, do you think they have? Uh, I don't think they're winning the NBA final. Thank you for the call, Philip. Absolutely not. You could put me on record. Uh, zero chance. I think there is zero chance that. Uh, Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle lift the Larry O'Brien trophy. That No, I don't think they win the midseason cup either. Dwight's in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Dark City on the fan. Last call. And there's the back music. Go for it, Dwight. Uh, you think Zach will finish the year as a starter for the Jets? Yeah, unless he gets hurt. And then they got to go to Timmy Boyle. But 
I don't think Aaron Rodgers is coming back. And even if he's cleared to go, I think that's wild. Like, just chill, bro. Let Zach be the hero. Let the story be a redemption song for number two, Zach Wilson, to be the quarterback that ends the drought for gang green and that Jets defense. It's coming up, man. I think that's really the storyline. They're three and three with the bye. They should be able to beat the Giants and the Raiders and some of the other teams like the Chargers, Browns maybe, the Texans, and Zach Wilson can go down in history as the quarterback to end the drought. C-Max coming up next. I'm out of here till Monday. Peace. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.